Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick, co-host Catherine Brandt, Melissa Kirk, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie. <laughs> and Jude we'll be, and Daisy are here too today. We'll be right back, Nick Pope, our special guest, right after this with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. What a great song. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back indistinguishable from magic. Nick Pope with us. How are you, Nick? Hi, good. Thank you very much. Great to have you on. Nick Pope, who scripted and stars in the new UFO documentary, Indistinguishable from Magic, says storming Area 51 is madness. That, that There is no way that can happen, is there, Nick? No, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't break into a... Yeah. Attempting to break into a military installation is a federal <laughs> offense. Oh, you'll you'll end, yeah, you'll end up with a fine, with jail time, a criminal record, and all the signs around there say use of lethal force authorized. So yeah, you could end up dead on every level. <laughs> uh, oh God! Yeah, you could end well, up. People dead. have gotten so comfortable that they don't realize that. Things can be dangerous. No, it's like no, it's right. like people storming the Pentagon. You're going to get killed, man. Yeah. They're going to come out in full force. Storm I just think of Area 51 as like this funny place that I've seen in Men in Black. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah, that's probably what they do think. I think you're right about that. Uh, yeah, it's the desert. It's remote. It's unforgiving. People will run out of bottled water. Yeah. They'll run out of gas. They'll get lost. There are snakes, even. <laughs> it's a dangerous place. There is rattlesnakes, sir. I've been mm-hmm. around right, right near there. Did. Nick, did you write your own descriptor for this story? Because I love the last line in the first paragraph of the descriptor. It says here, I understand people's thirst for knowledge about UFOs and their frustration at government secrecy, but reckless, dangerous, and illegal actions will only set back the cause. Final line, there are better ways to lobby the authorities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that, a great... that is completely me. Yeah, I, I write my... 
I write my own stuff. Absolutely. That's a great line. There are better ways. You no, know, some, somebody, somebody point blank asked asked president about it recently. Oh, and he said, "I don't believe in UFOs, and no, we don't have anything." Hmm. Was that what he said? That's what he said. But, but you know, he made one other very interesting remark there. He said, "Yes, I attended a short meeting on it." Yes, he and did he say also that. Yeah. Said, yeah, he said there's something a little bit different, and we're watching. Mm. One of my favorite quotes in the last week of our President Donald, and I'm not anti-Trump, nor am I pro-Trump. I, you know, he's the president, so I'll honor him. He's doing a great job. He's, he's, yeah, he's doing a great But he said, honest to God, Nick, I don't know if you saw this or not, but President Trump on television said, you know, the government's doing a great job. The president, me, I'm doing a great job. <laughs> In case like, you forgot. In case you forgot, I am the president. It was unbelievable. I think he's still coming to terms with it. Like, in reality, yeah. I, I missed that one. I missed that one. Oh, God. It was just he goes to the president. Hey, me, did you, see, did you, did you see uh, Nick? Are you from the UK? Yes, but I've lived in the US since 2012. Right, but you're now, from the UK. So I, I, yeah. But so yeah. the the UK well, has their own Trump now. They call him the UK Trump. Well, that's true. But he Boris, looks, he looks he's literally no, the he, British he's Trump. literally the, U, the British Trump. I mean, they they actually call him UK Trump. Yes, and now now he's got to sort out Brexit. So yes. good luck with that. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. You don't think it is? No. Nope. Nick, Nick Pope, I, I do. Think lo- it's going to be a mess. Whatever happens, yeah, yeah, it's already right. a mess. That's it's already, already a mess. mess. Yeah. Anybody that anybody that's elected to office or given office, the Prime Minister of England, and comes up with an anagram that is dude, D-U-D-E is his anagram. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's wonderful, Nick. So, uh, okay, so here's the situation. So basically they're saying there's nothing there, don't go. And you're, you're, I couldn't agree with you more when you say storming Area 51 is madness. There's no question about that. So, uh, Indistinguishable from Magic is a film that delves into the likely consequences of what would be the biggest discovery in human history. Yeah, uh, I would imagine that's probably true. Finding out that unidentified flying objects, uh, aliens from other planets, that would be be quite the discovery. There's no question about that. Yeah, we we would have to rewrite, I guess, the history books, the rule books. We'd have to totally reassess who we are as a species, what our place is in the cosmos, and every aspect of human society, politics, economics, science, religion, everything would be affected. Oh, yeah, there's no question. You know, that's, that's kind of fascinating because a lot of people I've talked to, in, you know, over the years, I've been doing radio now almost 50 years, and I've talked to people about they have a very strong belief that, that actually aliens and UFOs where were all the so-called gods came from that early earthlings talked about? They they talked about the gods, and they say they claim that there actually were aliens and UFOs back. Then. Well, there are there are carvings of of spaceships in yes. e- Egyptian mm-hmm. early early Egyptian stuff and Mayan too. Mm-hmm. There's the carvings of spaceships in Mayan temples. Really? So that's pretty old. And you have to think if the universe goes on for infinity, never ends, never planets and suns and mm-hmm. moons for infinity. Mm-hmm. There has to be another part of the, somewhere where there's something alive. What do you think of that, Nick? That, that is pretty much true. There has to be something out, so, somebody out there somewhere. I Not maybe people, um, but something. Yeah. Yeah. No, com- completely. And one of the points I make in Indistinguishable from Magic is that in in a universe nearly 14 billion years old. The chances, if we start, if we meet one of these other civilizations, which I, I'm sure we will someday, maybe soon, we're not going to find that they're just 50 years ahead of us in technology. In a universe 14 billion years old, we might find that we're dealing with civilizations with a million years plus yeah. head start on us. And what might their technology look like? And that's where I got the title from the old Arthur C. Clarke quote, where he said, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And that's what we'll be dealing with. Yeah, I could see that to be true. And I would guess everybody would probably be ahead of us pretty much. More advanced than us. Yeah, we may find... That's the interesting thing. And you know, the the other thing, people say to me all the time, what do you think the aliens look like? As if there's just going to be one other civilization. (laughs) We're not alone in the universe. The chances of there just being one other civilization are vanishingly small. Chances are there's a whole bunch of them out there. Some 
maybe not as advanced as us, but many, many, much more so. Like I say, millions of years ahead of us in science and technology. What would that look like? How would we deal with it? See, Nick, I don't think most humans' head can, they can't get their head to wrap around. No, it's, it's a endless. scope that most it's people can't. It's endless. Can. It goes on for infinity yeah. of planets, suns, and moons. Well, they just recently found another planet that's very much like Earth. So I can't it's imagine. It's endless. Like There's not... billions of them. And yeah. It goes on forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It never ends. Yeah. See, you can't comprehend that. No. I think it was Douglas Adams, the sci-fi author, who said space is big, very, very big. And it's comedy, but I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's infinite. It's and infinite. Therefore, if you throw the dice an infinite amount of times, anything can come up. Right. God, I remember when I was a little boy uh, back, in the, back in the late 50s and early 60s, all the War of the Worlds and all those those movies came out. And, of course, many years before that, Orson Welles had done his thing and scared people, uh, severely scared some people by claiming that did we were being attacked. people commit suicide or something? They, I don't know if they ever did. Nick Pope, do you know if they, if they if anybody did commit suicide War of the Worlds with, with the radio drama with Orson Welles? Because there's talk you about know, that. I- I know that when that happened, and it was 1938, so right. just before the Second World War, time of, of great stress and fear and tension, I don't know for sure. It's disputed now just what the consequences were. But I was looking at this just the other day, and, and there were thousands of media articles afterwards, and Orson Welles was besieged by people who were outraged at, at this. And he said at the time, fortunately, it turns out he was wrong, he said, my career's finished. Right, right. Now, I, I, I do find it pretty interesting that, uh, well, and again, back in the late 50s, early 60s, man, there were so many movies about... If you about, listen to that now, though, it's, it's so... It's, what, to me talking while you talk over me? <laughs> oh, that, that show. <laughs> God, you're unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I was talking about the fact that there was so much attention paid in the late 50s and early 60s, 70s to UFOs and aliens and are they coming? Well, Pre- we were going into space. Yeah, we were going so, into space, exactly. Yeah. And that, that was the whole deal. What about that, Nick? Uh, so 1969, just the, the 50th anniversary just happened. Uh, it really made the, the, the depiction of UFOs and, and aliens in movies. It was everywhere after that, I remember. Yeah. I mean, I think that life imitates art, art imitates life. And when we took those first steps out, outside of our own Earth, going to the moon 50 years ago, I think it focused people's minds on the fact that, hey, there's a whole universe out there and we don't know what, what we might find. And that journey is continuing. And, of course, now we, we say that we're going back to the moon, then Mars. Ultimately, humankind will have to travel to the stars if we're to survive as a species. And we are on those first exciting steps. The, the question is, are we going to get out there and find that, that it's empty? I very much doubt it. Yeah, and, and that's right. the big question. So what about the people that, that posit that we're not even from here, that we were brought to Earth by aliens? There are a lot of people who believe that, too. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. But, right. But, you know, I, I think there are a lot of theories out there, and, and not all of them are true, of course. But what I always say with this subject is that the skeptics have to be right every day. But the believers only need to be right once, and we're in absolute game-changing territory. Oh, I think that's absolutely wonderful. Is it becoming more and more, as, as, as technology advances, all the rest of it, is it becoming more and more fun to do your job? Yes, because I think a few years ago, this was regarded as slightly fringe, crazy stuff. But now, whether it's because of the, the next generation of space telescopes, what we're discovering about exoplanets. I think now we're getting a window on the universe that we didn't have before. And more and more people are just realizing, hey, the crazy thing would be thinking we're alone. So I think we're closing in on it, and it's only a matter of time. The the question is, what are we going to find, and how are we going to respond to it? Why do you think it is, Nick, that, that in, at least in, in television and, and movies, that, that, that uh, aliens are very hostile people and we're all going to die? Well, why do they want to think that aliens will come upon us and wipe us out? 
Well, I think that the, I suppose it's the old adage that fear sells. Yeah. Having said yeah. that, yeah. I mean, I think we, we could say there are some movies like E.T. and Close mm-hmm. Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, which are pretty, pretty massive movies, of course, which went the other way yeah. with this. So there's a, a whole range of opinions. I think my two favorite sci-fi movies, and probably it, it's going to be the closest to what actually happens, is Arrival and Contact. They're two really thoughtful movies that ask some really intelligent questions. Uh, same ones that I ask in Indistinguishable from Magic. How are we going to communicate with, with extraterrestrials? What are we going to say? Who speaks for planet Earth? How do we respond? And I want us to start thinking about this now so that we're ready for it, not after it happens and everyone kind of runs around and thinks, heck, what do we do now? You know, Nick, I'm, I'm hoping because of the business I'm in and the business I've always been in, that these aliens come and they have all of these, like, hundreds of thousands of great new jokes we haven't heard yet. <laughs> I would love, wouldn't that be great? They're all comedians. They're all comedians. These aliens God, come on, they're I all comedians. Oh, well, don't let comedians loose on Twitter, even if they're <laughs> aliens. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? As a, as, a, as a Brit, Nick, what do you think of a, 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 a new generation Stan Laurel? We need more Stan Laurels in the world, don't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? And exactly. that's, you know, that's an interesting point. We are not going to have anything. If, we, if we're being visited, if, if advanced extraterrestrials come here, we're not going to have anything to teach them about science and technology. But they might be interested in the more abstract yeah. human things, art, literature, poetry, and yes, humor. And maybe, you know, I mean, and maybe our stinky animals. <laughs> yeah, <my> God. <laughs> Sorry, we had a dog They'll in be here fine. that smelled oh, so bad. I, honest to God, Nick, there was just a dog in here, and people were having it, but I can't smell it I touched it, at it all. man. Seriously. Oh, yeah, you should probably go wash your hands. Melissa, my hands Melissa so brought the dog into the lavatory to try to lavatory. get her less stinky, and she came back more Much stinky. Worse. <laughs> it was so awful. I just, yeah. pat, I just patted her in the head, and my hands stunk so bad. Oh, yeah. She oh, rolled into something really bad. Maybe Nick, it's aliens. <laughs> it might be aliens. Nick, how do we find uh, the documentary? It's on Amazon.com, and it's on iTunes and uh, Vimeo. And I put a link to the Amazon on my Twitter, which is at Nick Pope M-O-D. And that's for Ministry of Defense, where I used to work. So Ooh. at Nick Pope M-O-D on Twitter. Why don't we get you back on? I'd love to talk to you about working for the Ministry of Defense sometime. That that'd be. I'd love to have you Is back you on to talk, to talk about, about, about that. it. Yeah. Or are you sure. even allowed to talk about it? That's true. <laughs> I, I, as long as I don't divulge any classified information, it's okay. <laughs> Which we won't be doing because I I like where I am no. right now. I don't no. want to go to prison in America or in England. No. Me neither. And by the way, I'll tell you, I love your country. England is a magnificent place. It really is. Short thing. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Have a great day. Nick Pope, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in just a couple of minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, 
then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ooh. Oh, she's going with that smell. That's really nice. Oh, Poor Daisy. God, we're trying not to crack up. Poor she Daisy. She tears over there. Oh, my God. She smelled so bad. I'm trying I'm like trying to listen to this pork talk, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> Well, she was over right next to me, and she's lean, like leaning up, up against my chair going, yeah. why are they mad at Kathy me? Kathy used I to I go into the lake shore. <laughs> And roll in something in the lake shore and come back and smell like that. Yeah. But he was always like a very odd green color when he came back up <laughs> and it reeked just like that. So it was dead something. Dead fish guts. It was bad. Poor puppy. <laughs> Maybe that's why Jude was growling at her. He's like, Maybe get away, you yeah. stink. You Girl, stink. you stink. Very well could have been. <laughs> Poor little Daisy. She was like, She was over here. Why is everybody mad at it me? It was so <laughs> awful. Poor puppy. <laughs> She's a sweet little dog. How did, oh, your car's going to smell now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You're going to have to de-stink oh, your gonna car. Oh, you're going to have to de-stink your car. Yay. What is this whole story about, a? you know, now Nick, Nick Pope's got me in the mood. For? Uh, in an ongoing, for casserole. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, honestly, what do you mean for? <laughs> for? Yeah. I'd really like some hot dish right uh, now. Maybe, I don't know. In an ongoing bout with climate change, Arctic reindeer aren't doing so hot. Some 200 animals have been found dead on Norway's Svalbard archipelago. I wonder how many news people are going to mispronounce the word archipelago today. Archipelago. I guarantee you they're going to say archipelago. Oh, come on. When's the last time you heard the word archipelago? Two seconds ago. When I said it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that it exactly? Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 reindeer typically dig away at vegetation hidden beneath the snow, but climate change is making it rain much more. There it is. Um, did you see the latest, by the way, the latest prediction? No. When we'll come to an end because of global warming? Oh. Remember uh, AOC said it was 12 years? It's always 12 million been, years. It's, it's been 12 years from now for like 40 years. It's going to be 12 one, million years. The latest one, it's, one it's, a, it's a clock, and I don't know where this clock is, nor do I care where it is, but according to this clock, we're all going to die from uh, global uh, from climate change in 18 months. 18 months. Wow. Well, then why, why worry about up. it? Let's just quit our jobs and party. Yeah, Come on, 18 months. Well, I hate to tell you this, Catherine, but I'm popping open a few bottles of wine when I get home. We only got 18 months We're to go. We're going to run up those credit cards like bottles. they've never seen. <laughs> like they've never seen. Spend money like a drunken months. sailor. Why not? As they used to say. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, could you find that for me, Andy, see if you track that down? Because whenever I look for something, it takes me 600 used to years. There used to be a clock when you got off a of highland in, in Hollywood, and it had it was a clock of how many people died from cigarette smoke and oh, that yeah. thing never stopped. Yeah. Never stopped. Yeah. Never stopped. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. It was moving as fast as that. That's terrible. I just, I found but it's out gone now. That clock's gone. Is it? It's gone, yeah, it's gone. I found out a friend of mine, and I won't say his name because it's, you know, whatever, but he uh, he was a smoker, just found out he died last year, and I didn't even know it. Well, wait till, wait, wait till, I just watched the whole, there's a whole documentary on vaping. They have no idea oh, what's in this stuff at all, man. Idea, Nobody's man. ever checked it. Nobody's ever tested it. The FDA knows nothing about it. I have a question. You know when you vape and that cloud's as big as, like, a <laughs> cloud in the sky? It can't be good for you. Well, no. it's not smoke, though, so it's... Well, it's vague. Well, smoke and meth does the same amount of cloud. Yeah, yeah I'm not And surprised. it acts exactly the same. What you find out about the 18-month clock? You got anything, Andy? This is according to Hans Joachim Schellenhuber. Of course it is. From the <laughs> Potsdam Climate Institute. He oh, says, yeah, there you go. Yep. Within 18 months, the planet's going to be doomed. Within 18 months? Yep. And how does he arrive at that? Uh, I'm sure he makes a lot of money by saying that. See, that's the whole problem. If there weren't a lot of money in climate change, I would really... Look, we all want to live on a cleaner planet, but it just amazes me that the very same people that yell about we need to live on a cleaner planet allow people to poop in their streets and throw their hypodermic needles wherever they want to. Or fly around and 
their own private jets and helicopters. Well, there is that, Like too. the guy who jumped out of his helicopter in Lake, Min- Lake uh, Minnetonka last weekend. I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. What was that all about? Some rich kid. He had a helicopter. Decided he's going to jump out of the helicopter in Lake Minnetonka. So he flew the helicopter over the lake, he had, which he, he's not he, supposed he, to be he had, doing. He, had, he was flown over the lake, and his friends were in a pontoon boat, and he oh, jumped out of the helicopter and... Do I know him? I don't know. There's tons of video of it on Facebook. What's his name? I don't know. Bill Berditzman. <laughs> so what does this guy save? Eight. So what? What is going to happen in the next eighteen months where we're all going to perish? It, he's vague about it. Oh, he's vague. He's oh, got we, eighteen months. Are we burning up? Uh, are I, we suffocating? Yeah, what are we which, doing? Which What's happening? One is it? Yeah. <laughs> they 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 went up these are these glaciers that they say are melting so fast and the Arctic glaciers and the polar <clears> bears are drowning. They did these like mile like four mile core samples of these glaciers they yeah. cut a core out and they pull them out yeah right exactly. and they can see how cold the water was and if there's any vegetation Correct. or parasites right. or any yep. you know, living things and every you know 100 years or 200 years there's a melt there's a melt and yeah, they exactly. can see things you know live i remember green, when i first met Catherine. when i first met Catherine, it was global cooling they were worried about yeah. The, yes. We were going to all remember, freeze to yeah. death. Another where do you, ice where age do you live coming. in that? In Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of the reasons why they put the Minnesota Zoo where it was, where it is in Apple Valley is because of that. I remember when they built that thing, everybody was like, why out in Apple Valley? It's going to be mm-hmm. you know, so hard for people to get to, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, because of global cooling. As, they, as it gets cooler, Apple Valley will stay warmer a little bit longer. Oh, my God. Really? That what? is what two they minutes? said. That is what they said. <laughs> That's it'll, ridiculous. It'll stay warmer for two extra I minutes. I mean, in other words, the land was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's but exactly right. But it sounds right. better that it's scientific. You, you do have that banana belt that runs South Dakota and a little bit part of What's it called again? The banana belt. Anytime there's a warm front. It stays yeah, warmer. Warm. It's warmer yeah. there than anywhere else. There was else. another name for it. The Chinook. Oh, no, yeah, that's a cold one. I didn't know there was another name. That remember what, remember what, uh, what Denny Green called it when he was at the, the head coach of the Vikings? Yeah, you got that thing up there, that Calcutta Clipper. I'm yeah. like, what? Uh, the Calcutta Clipper? Yeah. What are you talking about? Sounds like a basketball team. Yeah, it does, exactly. Uh, yes, I don't know. Look, like I said, we all want to live on a clean planet. We don't want people throwing our garbage everywhere, especially all you people that march for a yeah, better climate a to throw your... People can only see what's going on in India and China. Oh, my God. They can only see it. They're dumping everything down holes, mile holes in the ground, just dumping it. Dumping it. Just dumping it. Be unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, and that's the whole problem. Look, here's the problem I have with all of it. If there wasn't so much money to be made by people like Al Gore on this climate change, he made, somebody told me, $400 million off of that tour. Harris getting like a hundred grand speech. Oh yeah, four hundred million. He's worth so much money now. And do, doesn't he live in like a thirty thousand yes, square does. foot house with seven furnaces? They or all something? do. They My all favorite do. was when he did the one. I think it was in Toronto. He did a speech about global warming. Eight SUVs to go six blocks. <laughs> mm. That's okay though. He could do that, but not us. You can't do it. Well, he's important. And that's the same problem I have with all these other people now. Like this, uh, what's her, Marianne Williamson. She she says that we owe the, the descendants of slaves a debt of $500 billion. Who, who, who maybe, is she anyway? I don't know, but she's a, just another one. If... I would agree that everybody should everybody should you know do everything they possibly can to wipe out a horrible period. You're never going to wipe it out, but we'll try to make things better. Except for you're going to make money doing it, and that's what really bothers me with this whole. But thing haven't they learned lie. that you can't throw money at things and fix no, them? No, exactly. It's you, not. You'll throw money to work. at it. It'll still be the same exact thing when it's yeah. over. You'll just well, be <laughs> poorer. Sixteen billion in Baltimore. How'd that work? Baltimore is God. I know. Let's it's see. So sad. I can say it. I live right Heisman. there, man. Yeah. I used to hang out in Baltimore a lot. Mm-hmm. Baltimore's always been rough. South Baltimore is literally a war zone. In yeah. 2007, Al Gore had a 20-room mansion with a natural gas and electric <laughs> bill of $2,400 per month. Wow. But he's telling us we need to, li- need to live cleaner. He consumed you fraud. And <laughs> as much energy in one month. The, as a average house, an entire year. There you go. How uh, many people were living in that house? Did he, did he house any, you know, homeless people? 
Oh, yeah, I, bet. I bet he did. Sure he yeah. did. So, I mean, the fact that anyone took him seriously really speaks to how mindless people can well, be. Well, he used to carry around, carry around, carry, go around with this guy that everybody thought was a scientist. Mm-hmm. It turns out that he wasn't, he had nothing to do with anything. No, oh, look, look people guy. are following Bill Nye, the science, science He's guy. He's not even a scientist. He's nothing. The guy is literally, he has, he has a degree in engineering. Yeah. He's not a scientist. Mechanical engineering. <laughs> Mechanical engineering. And it, I don't, actually, I think it's only a four-year degree. Not even a master's. It. So, it, it. It, but people, they, they swear he's the god of all know on what climate change. He is one of the worst human beings I've ever talked to in my people life. People he's a children's show host. He's a That's terrible all he human is. being. He's too. a real jerk, yeah. He is an incredible jerk. But he's oh, on God, TV, he's so he must be wonderful. Yeah. But here, that's the whole problem with the, the, the whole thing about, you know, climate change and reparations and all. Turn it over to people who are not college professors or politicians. Let right. somebody else in. You people can't handle it because somehow the money will disappear. Well, all they're doing is trying to get, you know, some sort of uh, following or, yeah. you know, some sort of attention. That's the only reason why well, they do anything. And every single black friend that I have, and there, you know, and I'm not saying I, all of my black friends, I'm not doing that whitey thing that they do from the suburbs. They do not want reparations because they say they'll never see the money anyway. It'll all go somewhere else, and you'll go, well, look, you people got all that money. Where is it now? Well, we never got it. Well, well you people. It'll be the same old I, argument. I, older black guys talking about you the other day. About me? I think, yeah. He said, oh, he went to the same high school, but not the same year. And he's like, yeah, it's good to see a nurse, somebody from the neighborhood do good. That's sweet. But I forget who Very it was. Nice. I get that a lot. You can't remember who the guy's I name. I forget who it was. What does he do? Don't know. Do you know where you were? Yeah, I do know where I was. I can't say on the air. But you know I do that know our where black listenership to the KQ Morning Show has exploded in the last couple of years. He doesn't listen to KQ or anything. He just knew you just knew from Northside yeah. and knew you from school. Oh, he didn't. He knew me. Well, he knew of you. We he were in the same okay. grade. Okay. Is he older or younger? He's younger. Or no, older, 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 older. Did this was really one happen? Other. You know, he was older. You no, making this up as you no, go along? No, no. He, he was. He's older than you. I, wonder who I know exactly how old he is. I had to think about how old but he is I, and how old but he is. But I, so were we friends or you just knew me? No, he, you weren't friends. Oh, okay. No. What's but nice he did live in the, in the same neighborhood as you. Oh, God, I, that was nice of him. Yeah. Well, very nice. See, no, that's the, I like to hear that. because Actually, you know, what? And my, you know what? My neighbor just said the same thing to me recently. He was Northside, too, Gary Heck. Oh, heck, yeah, I know. Yeah. He went to school with you, too. He did. Absolutely. Yeah, he went to school with you, yeah. too. And was it Bill Bill Heck? Yeah. Oh, it was set five brothers. Yeah. Five brothers. brothers. Yeah, exactly. Who's the one with Dick? the barbecue? Yeah. Exactly. Is he the one with the barbecue? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's so the one. That's good stuff. It's real good <laughs> stuff. But I do hear a lot of that. Brings out the smoker. But they, it's all about Northside, though. <laughs> oh, They're yeah. They're proud of somebody from Northside. Oh, yeah. It Absolutely. ain't anything else. They wouldn't care less if you weren't, you know, if you were anybody from anywhere else. They'd be like, ah, who gives a crap about him? But if you're from Northside, right. then it's, you know. It's really it's funny, It's almost like though. a team, yeah. Yeah, it's like a team. If all these these white people from, like, you know, Mount Curve and Minnetonka and all that stuff, because they all think that the black people can't stand me. And it's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's, it you is. think that, but they don't. They love to see a guy who, who came from nothing succeed. They love that. And it's funny, too, the stereotype that people don't think black people listen to classic rock. I know. And they it's, do. Of course <laughs> they do. I listen to soul music, and I'm white. So I know a lot of hell. people listen to Kick Your Ass to Oh, color. God. It's just, would you settle down with all of it? Just all you calm down. Well, people have a stereotype, and they want to stick to it. Well, and, that's what, and they created it, too, by the way. Oh, that's of course they love. did. They, they're stereo. Hey, look, let me tell you. If they ever got $500 billion to pay reparations, black people might get about 15, 20 bucks of it, and the rest would disappear. Hey, just, <laughs> I guarantee I just was, I was just following this, this new thing that City Council of Minneapolis wants $1.6 million for shot spotter activation in Again, North, in North yes. Minneapolis. Well, they already got that yeah, yeah, <laughs> years last, ago, yep. and nobody knows where the money went. It's just gone. Well, we, we have those. Not North Minneapolis. We don't? Nope. We got a couple of them. Yeah, but not that it didn't not do the, the whole, whole, the whole thing. The whole well, what yeah. good does it do anyway? It doesn't, it doesn't stop crime. Listen, doesn't this, I don't know if you guys have been following all the news stations of, of this no one responding to 911 calls. And, yeah. they, and they say they say delayed response. No, it's not delayed. Not it was, they say not immediate response. 
Yeah, six hours isn't immediate response. Well, six hours a lot later. It's six hours. 5,500 5, un, unanswered. unanswered. But nobody what difference can. does it make? If nobody, there aren't any real, I mean, all the laws don't need to be adhered to anymore. Well, so the, who cares about anything? It's all about, Sad. people don't understand the full story, though. It's all, if you don't answer 911 calls, 5,500 of them in a year. Yeah. It's all lowers the crime rate on paper. Yeah, it does. You're absolutely it's, right. It and, does. And there's one person that controls that whole entity of MPD. One that person. Would be the mayor, right? We have a weak mayoral government. His That's only exactly job is right. law enforcement. Mayor Fry controls the police department. 100% sold. He doesn't have to ask anybody about anything. He can just do. Well, I just I disagree with the fact that you're supposed to call 911 for small things like noise disturbances. Or, I agree. I, I, I think agree. that's stupid. That is stupid. We shall take a break. Be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months. Thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the new to most weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. This is me performing at Hazel Fest. <laughs> you know, I was saying this yesterday. This is this is uh, Kansas, right? Yeah, yeah. I was saying this yesterday. Two bands that I can never stand. Kansas, one of them. Sticks in Kansas. Yeah. And they always Sticks tour together too. This is a great song. Uh, it's, this is this is an okay song, but the band itself's not. You don't like dust in the wind, <laughs> dust in your shorts, dust. Those two bands I just couldn't get on board with. I'm sorry. Uh, how about Air Supply? I don't think I know anything from Air Supply. Oh, I'm all out of love. I just can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. But these two bands were big in the rock world, and I just yeah, were, I yeah. couldn't deal with them. Couldn't do it. Actually, you know who's a good guy is what the hell is the lead singer's name? Not Sticks had two lead singers. What was the other one's name? God, what's his name? Damn it! He's the one who sang like Mr. Roboto. My know. friend was a sound Domo guy for Kansas. Oh, that's the, wor- that's the worst. That's the worst. That is the worst. Domo, Domo. So I was just telling Nancy how much I hated them, and I, and she's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, first, just this. Uh, how'd you spell their name? S T S T Y X. I was Tommy Shaw. Who yeah, is Tommy Shaw. Mr. Roboto was written by Dennis DeYoung. Yeah, Dennis DeYoung. Yeah, yeah. I was very go. grateful for that nice song guy. at one time because remember Alex yeah, this went says to it some all. sort of daycare? <laughs> this picture says it all. That's why I couldn't stand him. Yeah, nice hair. <laughs> what? Look at these hairstyles. Look at that. And the mustache is ridiculous, man. I've seen some man. of your old hairstyles. Oh, 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 no, 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 There you go. Look at these. Oh dear! <laughs> oh dear! Is right. But you like the hairbands? They walk around looking like women. No, that was different than that. Look at that mustache. That's a manly yeah, mustache. Yeah, with that hair, <laughs> with a bowl cut, long hair. That's just ridiculous, man. That's phenomenal. They were ridiculous. And when they came out with Mr. Roboto, 
Domo, I'm sorry, Domo. man. Domo Dobo. Ridiculous, ridiculous yeah, stuff. Oh, nice guy. Well, that nice. song. Yes. Alex was made friends with a little Japanese girl that spoke no English. Made the family and her mother. English, yeah. Her mother calls me. Hello, this is my Yuko mom. Set up play date. And I'm like. <laughs> and she's so sweet. And she drove all the way up to Dayton from like Egan or something. No, no, so, it was from Medicine Lake. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they had a house. It seemed like a long way. And, I mean, I'm like, does she know how to? I mean, she they barely speak yeah, how English. Are they I don't. And this little girl speaks no English. She so how am I so going to know what she wants or what you know nice what to do with her or whatever? So I was a little nervous about that because I'm like, what if she starts crying and I can't ask her what's wrong or she doesn't want this for lunch or whatever? I was a little worried. <laughs> she comes in and she's so shy and she's just adorable. And I'm like. Domo om origato, and she smiled. She was so happy that I knew some Japanese, that's very and it's sweet. all because of that stupid song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Domo the only origato. reason why I knew anything. No, she that was a very very sweet family. I remember one time the mom did call and I answered the phone, and she go this Mayoko mom, and then hung up. <laughs> she didn't want to deal with it. It's like she didn't even want to deal with it. I know. She just hung up. They, they what were, a sweet family. Yeah. Japanese people in general are really, really oh, They really they were, are. Yeah, they were so cute together. Alex and Mayuko couldn't speak to, to, to each other. No. They just held hands and played. Then they go things. back to, they moved back to Japan. I don't, I don't know what I happened to them. I don't, I don't know. I think that they were, they, they were brought here. Uh, by their company, they worked here for like a one year and then moved back. Most Japanese uh, people want to be back in Japan. Yes. Yeah, they do absolutely. Oh, I'm sure our culture is like completely overwhelming. And I guess them. you're not real welcome to move to Japan either. Oh uh, no, <laughs> no, well, you aren't moving here. You moved here, to a pal. big city. I'm sure there's lots of. Uh, no, no. Uh, no. Unless you have like a really good, like you really have something to offer them, then you can move there. Mm, even if you do move, even if you have something to offer, then you move to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. You can live in Tokyo all you want. David Lee Roth lives not; he lives outside of Tokyo. But you can go there. But the Japanese people will never become your friends. Really? I no. had a friend whose father not was even a, on paper. Father was a chairman of the board of a of a Minnesota corporation. He was transferred to Japan, and they had to live in a house that had razor wire on top of their fence because the people did not want them. No, they they they'll look right past you to the Japanese person behind you in line. But. But <laughs> no, I don't understand they're will. so into American culture. No anymore. No, that's long gone. Oh, that's long, gone? long, so long. Country western. Heck, that that ended. That ended when the first when the first hip hop thing aired on MTV. Yeah. That was the, oh, that yeah. was no, it for Japan, right. man. You're they right. went. They went Australia. Oh. They follow all Australian music. All the movies are Australian. Mm. That's oh. twenty five years ago. Really? Japan doesn't follow yeah, anything America does. Rap they music destroyed that whole thing. That yeah. destroyed that that yep. relationship because. Japanese culture is so anti-drug and guns. Yep. And when the rap videos started having drugs and guns in them, that was, they cut all ties, man. Yep. I mean, cut all country ties. country-western music back in the old Yeah, country-western. Same with same with Europe, though, too. Italy loves American country-western. Murdy. They Murdy. like all our well, we know. I mean, um, Keith and Marilyn's son moved to Japan, mm-hmm. married a Japanese woman. They've got kids. Yeah. And, yeah, you I don't think they're having... Well, you could do it. You could do it. And then we ran you. into the that couple, the Harms, not Katie and Dana, but... The, yeah, the other family. Uh, yeah, up their up son up lives in Japan. Even, even, the, even the people that get hired now as English translators, yeah. Mm-hmm. all yeah. Australian. Oh, really? Absolutely. Because I had a friend, well, Because one of Alex's co-worker. friend's sisters is still over there. She's been there for... Oh, it's, Ten years. You have to, and you have to be a certain type of person to be there. Even me being there, and I like order, but Japan is really in order. You have to walk this way on this mm-hmm. sidewalk and this way on this sidewalk, and there's no going against the green. Ever, me. ever, like ever. Everything's perfect in order. If you wake up early in the morning, be. like you crack at dawn, there's all these people out there in white suits and white gloves scrubbing everything, and they're the, they're the highest standard of food in the world. In the world, you can't get a higher standard of food. You can never get food poisoning in Japan, ever. They, they're, they're, their FDA is a thousand times our FDA. Why don't we get to live there? Because we'll mess up the FDA. Because we, we won't walk in a straight line. But, yeah, but here's, but here, won't do anything here's, the, issue, here's the, the issues, though. <clears throat> the majority of Japanese people in Japan, and I've spent some time there, are very insecure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they will never approach you, hmm. ever. So it's hard to meet Japanese people. In Japan. Even if you're outgoing? Well, I'm sure it's, you don't speak I'm the language. Outgoing. You don't speak the language. 
even if you find and if you find people over 70 they speak english oh but nobody young does Really? No. Didn't you watch my Fukushima video of me and Fukushima? I'm asking a million people trying to find directions. Really? And I'm like, do you speak Nobody. English? And nobody would even look at you. They just literally go like this, instantaneously hide their face and yeah. turn away. Really? You're watching the video. It's not fake. It's all me in the train station in, in Tokyo. And nobody would speak speaking. And then you, you find an older person, like over 70, they speak English. Did you want me to tell Nick my golf story from Hawaii? I want to hear it. Ooh. I'm playing with these guys from Texas. Two big old Texans. Matter of fact, they were wearing cowboy hats to play golf. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? But and not cowboy boots, though. Not cowboy boots. Okay. Go. They'd be uncomfortable. There was a Japanese foursome in front of us, right? And one of the guys, the Texan guys, bombed it a little too much, and he rolled it up to him. It wasn't in the air when it went up to the Japanese guys, but it rolled up to them, and they came I will never forget this as long as I live. They came back and said, "You, you need to, you need to yell four. They kept saying, "You need to yell four. And finally, when the text, the guys goes, "I didn't hear you yell four when you bombed Pearl Harbor." <laughs> oh, like, oh my god. god! Of course he did. Boy, look at the time. I gotta go. Like, oh my yeah, god! It's different over there, and I don't think, oh, yeah. even, even though I loved it there. I don't think I could live there permanently. Where in Japan or yeah. Hawaii? And Japan, actually, either. Well, if you either. don't speak either. their language, they're like, get, "Why are you even here?" You, you, yeah, I, I did a whole video on Fukushima, so I went to Fukushima, and it's under "LA Next Finding Fukushima." So you can just, if you just put "Finding Fukushima" in YouTube, it'll pop up. Is it because you had a camera with you that they were shot? Well, I had a camera think? crew with me, but yeah. even well, my, yeah, they don't even, like that. But no, either. but even when we weren't shooting. It's hard to get anybody to talk to you. Mm-hmm. They're really shy. They really are. Those are one of like my favorite people. friends. I might move there, man. They won't talk to you. I had I me. had a couple of rocker guys come up to me. Oh. In Electric City. Okay. Where mm-hmm. they sell all electric stuff. Mm-hmm. People think Electric City. They think it's like a nightclub, but it's actually a part of the city that only sells electrical stuff. Really? <laughs> it's, it's so cool. That's amazing. That, that's that, and that's one thing I love about Tokyo. Whatever you want, you can find it there. Like they have yeah. an electric city that with anything, everything there is electric. It's just. And it's huge. It's a big. It's like yeah. as big as downtown Minneapolis. Really? And it's all stores just sell stuff that's electric. I mean, like like they'll sell like that knob or a component inside that board or diode mm-hmm. or oh. capacitor or cable or monitor hmm. phones. I think, I think everywhere I've ever been, people have been pretty pretty friendly. Everywhere we've ever been. Yeah, I've I never know. had any problems ha- with anybody. I haven't either. I, most of Europe's pretty friendly. I do think uh, me and Nancy had some hard times in Marrakesh, North Africa. There weren't some people that weren't so friendly. They would yell at you for not girls not wearing covered up. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Catherine and come Catherine. Yell at you. I have a sweatshirt on. That wouldn't be enough. I know. I'd what you're wearing to... right now wouldn't be enough in Marrakesh. They'd yell I at you. I would have to cover when I went, up my... Yeah, when I went to Dubai, I, I, of course, Dubai is completely different yeah. than it's fine to yeah. run around. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to run around like, you know, spot. like we do here. But when I went to a mosque, they... Oh, yeah. you can't some, go some, in the mosque no, some women, No, some women, they let them in. They no, let all my friends in, but they made me put on You're not allowed in them at all. Oh. You're not allowed, period, oh. no matter what you do. Really? <laughs> no. And you can't take pictures of anything, uh, of anything. You can't yeah, take no. pictures of the sky. Well, yeah, Dubai is much more <laughs> really? progressive than that. Yeah, they're way more progressive. Mm. Well, Mar- it depends Mar- if they're Sunni or Shia. Or- Marrakesh is pretty hardcore. It's, mm. they're, they're probably Sunni then. Yeah, they're the pretty ultra-Orthodox But that's the only ones. place I've ever been yelled at by strangers. Why were you yelling at you? Because I was with Nancy. She wasn't covered up. Uh, oh, so she yelled, they yelled at you because she wasn't covered up? Oh, she, well, they yeah, actually didn't yell control. at me. He's in control. Control your woman. Yeah. Oh, let's Don't move forget. there, Catherine. Yeah, I would do. <laughs> I'm in control of Catherine and Marrakesh. Well. You would not last. You would not last a week oh, in Marrakesh. It's 117 would... every day. Oh, oh God! It, the stenches are horrific. Horrific oh, yeah. stenches. There's yeah. piles of rotten food everywhere. People mm. laying in them. There's Why? wild cats because they put their homeless. They drop them off in the piles of rotten food, so they eat them. There's <laughs> there's oh, there's, there's wild well, cats everywhere. I mean, thousands of them. Just really? everywhere. Cats, man. Just one time I like to Catherine, go get me a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I, if if I were born into that culture, I would have been stoned to death by 10. <laughs> I wouldn't have lasted till 10. Once you go inside that wall, it's a walled city. Oh, it Once is. you go inside that wall, 
it's a different world than outside that wall. Really? Oh, yeah, they're still wearing rope sandals and white gowns, man. It's just the mm-hmm. way it is. And they just don't like you? No, they, they're real nice to you. Oh, they're real nice to you. That's, oh, yeah. Unless as long as you obey the rules. Yeah, as long as you obey well, the rules. I can understand well, it's basically that, how Japan is. Yeah. Follow the rules. Well, yeah, if you're going to come to our line. country, yeah, then follow our rules. No yeah. problem with that at all. Yeah. Most countries are like that except for America. Well, like I said the other day, you can't even get into Canada if you have a DUI. Yeah. Can't even go cannot, on vacation right. there. Nope. If you have any felony arrest, you can't even go on vacation in Canada. I don't blame them. Don't yet, come in here. But yeah, we. But want, we're the bad guys. We want everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, bring them all in. Bring everybody in. Yeah, I, I just love that about America. We can't, uh, you know, there are all these other places. And again, this whole thing about oh, slavery is a, there's still slavery everywhere except for about three places in the world. I was say, saying, I think it was two shows ago when I was in Germany. They tell you news of the world and they were talking about the sudan the sudan still slays their own people yeah they do they were showing slave camps where they were making slaves do stuff yep nobody cares in this country about that and our our, our colleges don't teach that why aren't so we freeing those slaves i agree exactly why aren't we i don't know because it's dangerous they, they like to go after people who won't fight back like the the progressive, you know, like let's oh, yeah. let's yeah, that's true. let's change the world kind of thing. Yeah, activists. They like to go after safe targets. That's true. That they won't get in trouble for attacking. No, all they do is they 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 run on a guilt platform. Yeah. Everything's about guilt. Yeah. If someone owns slaves, you're not going to guilt them into getting rid of their slaves. But if someone, you know. If someone's born into luxury, you can guilt them exactly. into doing whatever you want. I, and I know it's because I'm American and all the rest of it, but I, I can't even imagine what that would be like to own a person. It's, God, just, that's creepy. I, can't, I can never been Ugh. able to wrap believe my it, mind believe around it or this. Not, believe it or not, a lot of people in this country right here mm-hmm. still own people. They own people? Yeah. You mean like sex slaves, that kind of thing? Even just industries. Really? Absolutely, Tom. Yes. They own people, man. People are bought and sold. In this country right now, really, absolutely. Like Especially what kind of business? Any any section, porn business. People are bought oh, and sold. Oh, porn business, yeah, one hundred percent bought yep. and sold. Entertainment industry bought and sold, man. That's true. You're, they 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 hang your dangle your life over your head financially. They can destroy yeah, they can. you, and yeah. then they say, you know what? We're going to sell you. I'm going to sell you to Cassie. Yeah, and they, I, it's just the way That's it works. Terrible, it is. But they're the first ones to tell you you should change how you live. Yes, they are. I just love. I, I am so sick to death of Hollywood pukes. I can't even. Well, it's, it's crashing, burning. Oh, it it's crashing and burning. It's crashing and burning. Disgusting. It's crashing and burning. All right, that's going to do it for another magnificent show. Boy, the show's been flying by lately. It must be the magnificent personalities of my coworkers. <laughs> that's what it is. Talk to you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>